Welcome to the Further North Podcast, your weekly dose of the North Melbourne Footy Club. My name is Josh, and this is a fan-run podcast doing match previews, reviews, and everything north. Let's get it started. Wasn't that game of football just yuck? I'll tell you what, I couldn't make it to the game, but I went to uh, the Auburn Hotel and I was with a mate of mine, one of my best friends, uh, James, who's a big Saints fan. So we're going there, we're going to watch the game together, going to the pub, and um, by halftime, the way we described that game was the Saints have been yuck, but North have been yucker. And if there's not a more technical term to describe that... I don't know what it is because, yeah, that's the best way to describe it, right? Second half was different, but <laughs> we barely scored 34 points. Anyway, a better showing and uh, we're going to go through it all. Thank you for all of your questions and comments that you've written in in the last couple of hours. Um, these Sunday afternoon games are tough for me to make sure I get everyone's feedback and all that sort of stuff, but... Yeah, we'll get into all of that soon. But team lineups we're going to start with first. Now, obviously, we got some big changes this week in the team. After that D's loss, you know, we're all calling for some changes. We've been calling for changes for, you know, a few weeks. And changes we got in came Jack Marnie. An interesting one. I haven't heard about him for a long time. Uh, LDU came in. Bergman's back. Flynn Perez and first gamer Blake Drury. Out went Daniel Howe, CCJ, Tom Powell, Kane Turner, everyone's favourite son, Charlie Combin, unfortunate for Chom, uh, and Aaron Hall went out of this team. Now, when they announced that, it was obviously, you know, an extended bench, right? And in my gut, and I know you were all the same as this as well, Daniel Howe's getting in this team somehow, right? And Kane Turner's getting in this team somehow. And then lo and behold, on the Friday afternoon, I think it was announced, they're gone. They're gone. They're in the emergencies and we've got the kids in and we're all pretty excited. Excited to see Blake Drury. They've been pumping this kid up a little bit, just even on the, on the social medias and things, you know. Looks like a tiny red-headed pocket rocket. Um... Miller Bergman, Miller, it's Miller, right? Not Miles Miller, it's Miller Bergman. Um, good to see him back. He had a good few weeks, got sick, got dropped. Don't know why he was not back in quicker unless he was still sick, but good to see him back. LDU, pretty standard. Jack Marnie. Let's talk about Jack Marnie for a second. By all accounts, this guy was done. I did not expect to see him back in the team. Um, but yeah, may as well give him a go, right? At this stage, and Charlie Lazaro, that's the other one I forgot to mention, was on the emergencies but ended up getting named named the sub. So interesting changes, uh, happy with it. Still, you know, Aiden Call was one I still wanted to go. I've been a little bit 50-50 on Flynn Perez. I haven't seen much from him in the past. Um, but at this stage, willing to give anybody a go. So that was the lineup going into the game against the Saints. Was it a game I thought we could win? I mean, maybe 1% yes, but 
at this point, you know, we're not looking for wins. We're looking for performance. We're looking for improvement and effort. Did we get that? Well, in the end, we only score 34 points. We go down by 30 points to the Saints at Marvel at prime time, 440 on the Sunday. Now, I was conflicted at the end of this game, and we're going to get into positives, and we're going to get into negatives, and we'll explain the game a bit more. But straight off the bat here, I'm so conflicted if I should be happy or unhappy with this game. And I think last week's performance is doing that to me. Like, it's not a 90-point flogging, but the Saints aren't as good as the Ds, right? 30 points, probably fair for the form we've been in. I would have liked to see maybe around the three to four goal mark. We're pretty close to that though, but it's maybe just a little bit more than I was hoping from the general play. Like I think the Saints played awfully and we played, I think genuinely, like it, I, generally we kind of, did we play better? Maybe not, but I thought we were in the game sort of most of the time. Obviously converting was an issue for both teams, but I feel like we had some absolute sitters that we didn't uh, put through the sticks. But let me know how you guys are feeling about this because I feel like the 30-point mark is right on the brink of where I'm kind of happy and not. It's this grey area. 20 points or under, I would have been pretty happy. But 40-plus, I think I would have been upset. And the 30-point mark, five goals, I don't know. It feels weird because the balance of play didn't feel that lopsided. They definitely deserve to win, but... Yeah, I'm conflicted. So let me know what you guys think about that. But we'll get into the positives and the negatives. And like tradition, we're going to start with positives. My first positive here, uh, the young guns showed something. Flynn Perez, not bad, not bad. A couple of times he was a bit sloppy and poor, but once again, first game back, I'm not going to hold that against anybody. He's still got to prove a little bit for me. Um... It looks like a fringe AFL player at the moment, but he's young and I know he's got a bit of dash off half back, which was much better to see. So, you know, I think he's held his place. Um, you know, Miller Bergman, he's pretty solid with the ball, isn't he? Like he always makes a good decision. He is a pretty solid defender. He's going to hit a target. I liked his game. Hopefully he holds his place. Um, Drury, I was very happy with Drury. I think maybe I was looking for him a little bit more and I'm saying he had a really good game because he was new. He did fade out in the second half a little bit, but I thought the first half he was impacting the game pretty well. Took a couple of good marks. His disposal seemed pretty clean. He was always around the contest. I don't know. I like him and he can sort of play off half back and half forward, you know, maybe sort of interchanging with a sheasel. Um, so I liked him. I liked Blake Drury. I think, yeah, he holds his spot for next week for sure. And that's my next point. Um, Drury holds his place. So we'll mesh these two points together. Yeah, I thought he impacted the game pretty well. First game, a couple of little nerves and whatnot. But yeah, I don't know. The, the side had a little bit more spring and quickness about it, didn't it? And I think he was a big part of that. Jack Marnie, yeah, I thought he had some good moments. Like, you know, I don't know if I want him in this team long term and I don't think he can excel any more than he is now I think he's peaked as a player I think he's a VFL player but I don't know he yeah some decent disposal from him I think around the contest and, and just some run on the outside I thought he actually did pretty well some good handballs um, and yeah sort of in the contest and created 
created a contest when there was a there was a contest to be won. So he was okay. I, I assume he holds his spot, but I wouldn't be upset if he went out of the team, maybe for a CCJ next week. Um, but yeah, who else was there? Let's have a look and see who else the young guys were. Um, that's basically it. Um, I've got some more points that will go on to LDU and whatnot. But my next point here, just some individual players to name that I thought played very well. Um, how good's Jack Siebel? How good is Jack Siebel? I think he had 12 marks in the back line. Um, he's so good, you know, at disposal of the ball, just hitting a target and kicking to the right person. He's so important. I, I reckon he can play for another couple of years at this sort of level. He's found a new spot in the back line. He's not doesn't have to be that endurance player all the time. And yeah, I think he was he was really good and really solid. So Jack's had a brilliant year. I'm so happy that he's cemented his spot in this team. We need his leadership. We need his experience. And um, yeah, I know at the start a lot of people were calling for him and to, to go and, and he's not going to play a game, but he's proven those people absolutely wrong. So yeah, great job, Zeebs. Love you. Um, ben Mackay, best game. That's last year, Ben Mackay. Um, six intercept marks, six or seven intercept marks, really strong in packs. That's easily the best game he's played this year. Fantastic to see him like that. We just got to get that signature. I'm 50-50 if he's signing, guys. I really want to be positive and say, yeah, I reckon he'll sign. He loves the club. I don't know. I, I reckon he's maybe leaning on the going side. But while he's here, he needs to perform. And I thought he did really well today. So well done, Ben Mackay. Really strong in those packs and intercept marks. Nick Larkey, obviously <laughs> kicked <laughs> nearly all of our goals. It's good for my bet with Big Ant. I'd love to see how many Oscar Allen's got. I should have looked this up before the podcast. But he's been back the last couple of weeks. Kicked a couple last week. And yeah, the, the couple of times we lowered our eyes and, and sent the ball in, um, we hit him on the chest and he can convert. One of the only guys who likes to kick it through the sticks in that game. But yeah, Larky looks uh, like he's getting his form back. So fantastic job. Um, I thought Liam Shields was awesome in this game. Around the midfield, he got a lot of clearances. And yeah, I think he did really, really well. As, as a leader, I always want him on the park. I think Goldie, Shields, Zebel and Cunnington have their spot every week. And around them, play the kids and play the young guys who have talent. Um, but great, great game from Liam Shields. Um, really a general in that midfield. And, yeah, won so many clearances. He's clean disposal. And if he can get it to some of those guys on the outside, we can actually progress this ball forward. Not that we do much with it once we progress it forward, but, yeah, well done, Liam. Um, and I thought Goldie had a really good game. Wound back the clock a little bit. I think it might have been his best game. Um, they were hitting him up at half back in the wing. He was taking good contested marks. Um, he dominated the hitouts. We didn't have a good game from the middle, but yeah, I thought he imposed himself around the ground really well. And yeah, once again, I think he's holding his spot well and maybe could play another year, but look, we'll see. They were the main players. There was other good players, um, but we don't want to go on and on and on about players. But I just thought those guys stood out. Um, shout out to Sheezel as well. Another 30 uh, possession game and his disposal was so so clean picking it up off the ground little handballs in the pack to feed it out running past and making sure it doesn't get tackled this kid is brilliant and watching him I just want Wardlaw in this team and we get another draft pick at the end of this year and, and get a couple more players hopefully on this level I'm excited but anyway um, the second half now obviously the first half 
was pretty poor from a conversion point. I thought we were in the game generally. We just couldn't kick the ball through the sticks. But it's good to see in the second half, I reckon Clark, I gave him an absolute spray at uh, half time, And the entries into the Ford 50 in the second half were much better. We came out of the start of the third. And when we were entering into the Ford 50, we were lowering our eyes and we kicked it to a target. And I've been saying this all last year and all this year. Our number one thing is we just send that ball as far as possible and we never look for Larky or anybody leading in that forward line. And the times we did, we hit him and he kicked three. So, you know, what do you want me to say about that? Like that's just such basic footy. And why is it hard for these guys to be able to do that? I know you can't take your time every single time. So if you have to clear the ball to get it into the 50, just do it. But too many times sending it long like usual. But when we did lower it in the second half, our forward 50 entries were much better. This would be an interesting one for me to explain. Uh, the game plan looked better. Um, there wasn't as much for like that, you know, the full forward sort of dropping back or Mackay dropping 15, 20 metres off his player. Quick turnover and you get an easy mark in the pocket like against Brisbane. That happened all the time where Danaher just got out the back and kicked five. I think the young guys played the game plan pretty well. I think the reason that maybe we didn't win or compete a bit better is the the fact that they're young, not the fact that they're not talented. Like last week, I think the guys who, the older guys, they've peaked. They're not getting better than this and they don't have motivation to stay in this side. Seeing the young guys play this game plan that Clarkson's tried to implement, I think that was the best game we've had implementing this new game plan. We looked quicker of half back with Bergman and, and yeah, shout out to Perez and Sheasel and, and those guys there. And um, yeah, we didn't seem to have as many, leave as many people open in our 50. We'll get to some negatives about free players in a second, but as for players dropping out the back to the back pocket and Mackay and Core sitting 15 metres off them, yeah, we played that high line much, much better. And um, yeah, the last positive I've got here is I'm excited for list turnover. And what I mean by that is I think the young guys really did show something today. Um, not all of them are going to be stars. Not all of them are going to be A grade or even B grade players. But there's meat of a team here. Give Clarkson an off season. Give Clarkson a draft. Even a couple of them in a few years' time. He's going to get the right players to play this system. And I really believe if we can turn over a few of the lesser performing players here or at least add to better players on top of them so they're the players to rotate in, we do, or we're starting to see the meat of a decent squad here. So I'm excited for, you know, whatever turnover and trades are going to come, signings, free agency and, you know, the draft picks to come in may next year already because those young guys did show me something. I believe Clarkson is obviously smart enough to add the talent and the polish we need to move forward. So, yeah, there are all my positives. Now the negatives. Now the negatives. Awful in front of goal. Now, I love Cam Zerha, and Zerha can win a game off his own boot. Um, I've got two points here. I've got Zerha had, to, had a very off game and awful in front of goal, and we're going to combine those two points. I think Zerha kicked three or four points, running into an open goal, a couple of set shots, yeah, he was poor today. Um, he always impacts, he always tackles hard and they seem to move him up into the midfield later on in the game where I thought he was better. 
And I know we needed to play him forward because of all the forward uh, injuries we had last week. But he just had a poor game. As for the other guys in front of goal, when I was watching the game, in the first quarter, even the first half, we had about four shots, set shots, inside 40 metres, and we didn't make the distance. Curtis Taylor didn't make the distance. Jaden Stevenson didn't make the distance. I'm pretty sure one of Zerhas didn't make the distance. There was a couple more in there as well. How are we not making the distance from 40 metres out? We could have easily got a couple more ga- uh, goals. So very poor in front of goal. Um, hopefully Clarko slaps him in the head, puts him in front of the sticks this week down at Arden Street. Just kick goals and kick 50 to 60 metres long. I could kick that far. Anyway. Second point here, first half bombing away. Now, I love the the third quarter effort where we came out and we lowered our eyes like I talked about before. But the first half was exactly how we've been playing the few weeks before. There's younger guys in this team. They probably need to settle a little bit, and I understand that. But we're still just sending that thing as long as we can to the 50 and hoping Larkey does something crazy. Stevenson took a great mark. I think that was the one that dropped short. But um, you can't hope for a hanger every single time. I think we had 29% uh, inside 50 percentage or efficiency, sorry, where, you know, I think we got 14 shots or 14 marks inside 50 um, or kicking inside the 50, sorry, and we hit someone 29% of the time. And that is atrocious. This is our biggest problem. And I'll say this week after week after week. And I know you guys you know, are aware of this as well. And Clarko has to be aware of it. Us entering the 50, kicking to a lead or just being efficient, that's our biggest flaw and we need to fix this. Here's my other point, and this is another point uh, I made, I've been making for weeks now. Where are our players around a contest? Nearly every single time there's a 50-50 ball to be won, a ruck contest, a marking contest that comes to ground, there's always more St. Kilda players around that football. And we just run out of players in the contest and they get it out pretty easily. We give up so much transition footy. Like As soon as we turn that ball over, there's like no players. Saints just always have an extra link in the chain. I don't, I don't know where our players are. I really wish we'd play a little bit more man-on-man footy. I don't know. We just kept running out of players in contests and... I'd love to see a big wide shot of the ground to see where our players are and who the players are that are just standing there and could impact this contest. We just need to get more numbers around the ball. We've needed to do this for so long. And I don't know what's happening with it. I haven't seen any improvement in that. So that's a worrying sign as well. Um, we got let off by the kicking of the Saints. Um, obviously, they, what do they kick like? 15 behinds or something like that. They kicked a lot of behinds. If a few more of those went through, the scoreline could have looked very, very ugly. Now, the caveat to that is we're exactly the same. We could have kicked plenty more and then our scoreline could have looked a lot better. So I think those points do cancel each other out, but we did give them a lot of shots at goal. They were just atrocious. Uh, Another point for me here, and I sort of touched on this before where I'm saying where I'm excited for the future and the list turnover. We need more polish. We need more class around the ball. You can see, like when Shields got the ball today, when Shields was around the ball, I thought Simkin was brilliant today. Just his polish around the contest to feed the ball out to a runner 
um, to make a good decision and kick it to somebody. If we have a few more players like that, then we're going to be able to hold the ball more. We're going to be able to transition the ball better. We're going to be able to hit the targets instead of these guys that are good footballers. But when it comes to hitting a target, they're just sending that ball long. So we really need to get some more polish. If, if that's via trade, free agency, the draft, or just coaching the players we've got now, we need more polish and class around the footy because not enough players can win a one-on-one contest by themselves and have clean disposal. It doesn't seem, not compared to other teams anyway. When I'm watching other teams play, everyone seems to be able to, you know, have at least B-grade skills, at least have uh, good fundamental skills to be able to start feeding things out to each other. So, yeah, we need to add some class to this team for sure. Um, all right, how many more negatives we got? <laughs> LDU needs to string some games together. I didn't think he was bad tonight. He only got two clearances, but... First game back, so I hope uh, LDU comes back into form. He, yeah, needs to play a few games in a row and get back to that, uh, that you know, A-grade quality, that Brownlow quality form that we know he can hit. So not saying he had a bad game or anything, but he hasn't been himself since the first two or three rounds, so he needs to uh, really start getting on there. A worrying statistic, 45 tackles to 75. We lost the tackle count. That is outrageous. Now, I know our game plan is chip kicking around and trying to keep possession of the ball. We had the same time in possession in the game. The Saints had more disposals. We need to lay some tackles. The Saints were transitioning that ball from their back line to their forward line so quickly, like a hot knife through butter through our midfield. We need to start putting on some pressure. And that goes back to the other point of players around a contest. We just don't have the players around the ball that other teams do. And they're getting out too easy. But if it's the other way around, we're just about to get the ball out and we get tackled. So that's a pretty alarming stat for me. That's something I'd be absolutely rocketing up these guys. They need to come out like the first two rounds and just tackle relentlessly. I don't know where that's gone. And my last point, Cunnington subbed off again. Um, I didn't think Cunnington had that bad of a game. Like He wasn't having a big impact or anything like that. Um, I think they're kind of subbing him off because he is a bit older and maybe needs to rest up so he can play every week. But look, there's no concern about dropping Cunnington for me. I think he's got his ticket to play every single week. You never know when he's going to come back and have a good game. His last two games were pretty decent after his first subbing off. So there's no worry for me there. We need his leadership. We need his toughness. And he's still the best player we've got at getting the ball off the ground and feeding it out. So he had an off game. That's fine. We move on. He's in next week. Uh, no question about getting dropped for me. He's in. He's not dropped. Cunnington is too good. So um, there's my points, guys. Always happy for you to message me and let me know if you agree or disagree with any of these and adding your own. Um, Instagram is Further North Pod. Uh, Facebook is Further North Podcast. So follow those socials. There's all sorts of stuff going on. And let me know how awful I am or how great I am. I need the ego boost. And I need to be kept down to earth as well. Appreciate it, guys. So let's go to your comments, guys. And once again, like on those socials, follow them. Every week I ask for your comments and your thoughts and your questions. So thank you to everyone who's written in this week. We've got a lot again. So we're just going to rocket through these and try and get through most of them. So we're going to Instagram, Bailey Tyson underscore. Much improved effort. Bring that week in, week out, and we will improve drastically. Couldn't agree more with that. Um... 
most of these players hold their place for next week. Um, I liked the effort so much better than the week before. Let's keep rolling with these guys. Jared Andrew, skills were pretty cooked, but I'm both baffled and impressed that we weren't smashed. Yeah, that's kind of yeah what I was trying to allude to before as well. I'm not sure if I'm happy or unhappy with that result. Like there was aspects of the game that I liked, but I think it was because it was an improvement last week on last week and not that it was good. Do you know what I mean? So I agree with you, Jared. T.Thomas6, if it was a lot better this week, we looked more spirited with a few more kids. Absolutely. I think we're all happy to see the kids. We were quicker and we were hungrier and you could see that. Dave.I.M. Great intensity. Much better watching a younger ruse. Need more quality players at half forward. Absolutely. We do need that little bit of polish and quality like I was chatting before. Um, but you're right, Dave. The, the effort was a lot better. And this is the team we need to roll with for the majority of the season. A couple of players I'd like to come in and a couple out still, but I'll talk about that in the preview pod, which will be later in the week. Gilmore underscore Lachlan. Definitely a step in the right direction again. Cannot fault the effort, just lacked polish. Absolutely. I think we're all, um, you know, all feeling that after this uh, this game. A.G.G.A. Fantastic. Promising signs. Competitive around the ground. Score will, uh, score will come from more polish. Once again, sort of the same sort of comment. Absolutely agree. Tommy Harris, four. Cooper Harvey, four goals in the VFL. Surely he gets a call up. Mackay back to his best. Yes, I was going to chat about the VFL a little bit, but um, Cooper Harvey, four goals. I would not mind a Cooper Harvey in this team. I did call for him to be the sub uh, last week on the preview pod or a few days ago on the preview pod. So, yeah, Tommy, I reckon you're spot on there, mate. I'd love to see him, even as a sub, because we do need something up forward. Um, Brighton underscore Isles, friend of the show here, comment, uh, a common commenter, I was meant to say. Um, not bad, to be honest. Wasted shots, but... Ecstatic to see structure, commitment, and pressure. Couldn't agree more. I think against a top contender, we did really well. A more positive side was in for North today. Absolutely. I think all of us fans watching that game could see that this young group um, is has got something if we can keep them together. I think, you know, Hal, Turner, these guys, hopefully that's the last we see of them. Heno underscore 1976. Thought some key players found a bit of touch today. Definitely a more spirited effort. The boys cracked in. Absolutely, Heno. Um, even your Mackays and your Larkies, some of those, uh, you know, mid-tier, not mid-tier, middle-aged players in the footy world, I guess, um, definitely improved. Uh, Zabaje, I assume it is. Improved performance. Uh, Mackay solid. Absolutely. Ben Mackay. Uh, fantastic this week and hopefully plays like that every week. Big test next week, obviously, against the enemy now, but we'll talk about that another time. Joseph underscore Baines, 27. I felt better about tonight's game. The young kids looked good. Smash JHF next week. I would love to see a Zerha tag on him at the first bounce next week. Uh, but, yeah, I, the, the young kids absolutely looked good um, and they're showing a little bit of something. They're hungrier, aren't they? And you can see that. Uh, Liam Watto. Uh, we were good around the ground and defensively, but our forward line needs fixing. Absolutely. That's where Cooper Harvey could do something. I'd love to see CCJ back in next week. I think he needs a few games under his belt. I don't like seeing Griffin Logan the ruck and pushing forward. So, you know, let's bring CCJ back in next week and give Lucky some help. Um, we've got Harley Harbour. 
If only our Ford uh, Fords could hit a target. Yeah. We had great momentum trusting Clarkson. I agree. We, we saw more. We were transitioning the ball better. We just need to hit these targets inside Ford 50. Dan underscore Mizzy 19. Not bad. Defense was a lot better today. Yeah, agree with that. But we just couldn't kick straight. Yep, it's kind of as simple as that, isn't it? Um, Alex underscore Nancaro. Good not to get crunched. Still much work, uh, much to work on. Good to see Larky kick a few. Logue better. Yeah, Logue had a couple of down weeks, but he's pretty, for me, he's always in this side. Um, yeah, it's nice to see all the fan base sort of watching that game and feeling feeling a bit better about it. Matty Mill. Solid effort. Nice to see Larky bounce back in the second half. Thought Logue played well. Yep, couldn't agree more. Michael underscore Water. I was at the game. An atrocity. A team that looked beatable and we couldn't get it done. I don't know, Michael. I think, you know, for, think about what all the fans are saying here and collectively we're all sort of agreeing on this. Maybe the emotions are running hot from traveling all the way into the city at 4.40 on a Sunday and watching no goals in the first half. But I don't know. I think they competed pretty well compared to last week. Don't be too harsh on this young group. I think they showed a lot today, um, a lot better uh sort of connecting with the game plan. Um, I think they played this Clarkson-style game plan much better than the older guys did the few weeks before. So stay on board. I like the signs I saw today. James underscore Trotter 99. Didn't feel like a 30-point loss in all honesty. Was many positives to come out of the game. Yep, absolutely agree. And I think we just have to find positives and take them at the moment. But um, yeah, we already talked about a lot of positives through there and, and, and I think they're all pretty realistic um, without getting too carried away, you know. Chef Zaki Man, great tackling by the boys. It's the kicking that's hard. Well, the tacking, tackling stats don't really back that up. I guess as long as those 45 tackles we had were good tackles, I guess it does, but we need a lot more tackles. Um, kicking was horrible inside the Ford 50, but I think we did transition it from the back half better than the week before. And lastly, George underscore BR99, far more effort this game. Just can't kick straight. Overall, could have been much worse. Could have been much worse, but it could have been much better as well. And I think that's the positive uh, that we take from this one, guys. Now going over to Facebook, some longer comments here. So let's try and uh, smash through these. I want to get through everybody's comment this week because I felt bad not reading everybody's out last week. There were so many Marcus Gatt, Cam Zerhard donating all those behinds to the Saints win. I love when players give back. It is nice, isn't it? Effort was there and majority play, uh, with majority of the players. Some are passengers. Some are passengers. Um, but at this point, we don't have many players to rotate in and out. So I think guys like Curtis Taylor, who do have the talent, I still want to see in this team. But the chances are wearing thin. Matthew Hagalassis. I hope I got that right. Great to see Larky standing up when needed the most. Disappointing in the end, but did better than we all expected. Um, yeah, I think, did we do better than expected? I think that's where my query is coming from, or I'm, I'm not sure if I'm happy or not. Um, but I think generally, yeah, we did do better than expected. And very good to see Larky back, especially for my Nick Larky versus Oscar Allen bet that I'm sure you all are keeping up with. James Duke, Drury impressed me. And I thought our run coming from the back line was the best I've seen this season. Inaccuracy, inaccuracy probably cost us the game, if not a close loss. I agree with that. Much better off half back. Um, inaccuracy did 
cost us a lot of points, but also remember the Saints were even worse. So could have gone either way. Benny Dale. Bergman was solid. Drury will get more games. The game is moving past Cunners, sadly. Um, the game, I don't agree it's moving past Cunnington. I think he's never been a quick player and people are pointing out him being slower around the ground. He's never been that guy. And look, at the moment, if we were competing for finals, yeah, maybe he's on the brink. But I don't know. I love Cunnington in there. His leadership is so important to us. Um, if you're in the midfield with Cunnington, you feel better. And he's still fantastic, strong body. He tackles hard. I personally don't have a problem with uh, Cunners and I'll stick up for him every week. Um, Brad Jamison, honestly not a bad showing. Mackay was finally intercepting again. Uh, just too many turnovers. Yeah, I think that's going to happen in the young side though, but it's good to see um, see him back to his form. Steve looked engaged the entire game. I hope we improve later in the season so he can start making a bigger impact. Yeah, Steve has been good this year. No problems. Keep doing what he's doing. Lazaro was only the, the sub, but he's awful. I hope he doesn't get another look at the seniors. Same with Perez and Marnie. Some bad mistakes from Ball, but tried hard all game. Um, good to see Logue making contests and bringing the ball to ground. Yeah, overall 6 out of 10 could be more upset. Yeah, I think I feel similar. Lazaro, look, he didn't get much game. He, those three players you name, Lazaro, Perez and Marnie, they're probably the three for me that long-term, like a Combin, a Wardlaw, and even a Taron Thomas when he's ready to come back hopefully one day, probably come in for. Um, Perez, yeah, I'm 50-50. I thought he had some moments, but I agree. Marnie and Lazaro just probably aren't up to the level. I like the thought of Lazaro. He's a good bloke, but yeah, look, I hope he proves me wrong. Um, I'm glad they gave him a run though. Jared Gilbert, crazy how for a little bit of effort and the dropping of how and Turner gets, how far, sorry, the dropping of how and Turner gets us. Surely Harvey and Ford in next week. As much as I love PC, I think another week in the VFL is needed. Um, somehow doesn't contribute in the AFL side. I would always keep Paul Curtis in this team. I thought he tackled hard. I thought they pushed him back into the wing a lot more this game. So maybe that's why we're not seeing the results on the scoreboard from him. The guy's got too much talent. I wouldn't be dropping him. I think he's got a free pass this season. Unless he's atrocious, he's got a pass for me. Um, Harvey and Ford is a good shout. I think four and three goals for both of them. Ford is an interesting one I'd like to see. Um, and obviously like Braden George, another guy to come in next year. So I hope some players in our Ford line rotate through soon because we need some change. Justin Smith, good intensity and pressure. The back line looks so much better with Logue, Core, and Mackay uh, when they're not all together. Yeah, that is interesting. Core had a couple of moments this game where he sort of like took a mark and run off half back and hit some targets through the middle, which if he's got to play sort of half back and not be anywhere near that goal square, I think that might be a better position for him. We all know my Aiden Core thoughts, um, but he gets another week for me. That was a better game from him, but long term, I don't see him in this team. Uh, need to keep playing the kids, especially with the performance in the VFL. Turner and Howe shouldn't play again. Yeah, absolutely. And Cunners looks very, very slow. Sad to see. Cunnington, we know my thoughts on Cunnington. He, he's fine. He stays in. Good to see the VFL guys perform and push for spots, especially those small forwards. Uh, Tory McGaffin, better than the last three weeks. Good seeing the kids get a game. Go Roos. Couldn't agree more, Tory. I think we all uh, sort of feel like that today. Stephen Dempster. Father time is undefeated. Unfortunately, it's caught up with Cunnington. Jeez, you guys are really smashing Cunnington this week. I didn't think he was that bad. Like, 
I didn't think he had a great game. I, I don't think it was one of his best, but I still am a lot more comfortable with him being in there than not. Um, if he doesn't win the ball, he's a liability. I think he tackles hard. I don't know. I, I'm on Cunnington staying in this team. Uh, they must have listened to us last week. Great. They probably listened to the podcast. Uh, Giuliano, uh, oh man, your last name gets me every time. Moato, Marato, message me and tell me how to say your last name, please, sir. You comment every week and I love your comments, but I'm awful at saying your last name. They must have listened to us last week. Great pressure, great effort. Keep up the intensity and scores will come. Keep playing the youngsters, absolutely. Glenn Lavender, a regular here. Best, worst half. <laughs> Best, worst, first half we've played in ages. Saints are a tough defense until we managed to fluster them and move the ball. We did that actually in the third quarter very well. We didn't, uh, well, the start anyway. We didn't t- take that many half chances across the ground, but that will come. Uh, best we've seen since Good Friday. Absolutely, you're spot on there. This is a good one. Rich Whitman. And you guys need to let me know here if I'm favoriting players or, or not, or are my opinions pretty objective here. Please let me know. Is Bailey Scott due a rest in the twos? Um, below average stats all round and has yet to trouble the scoreboard. As a wingman, is he doing enough? Personally, for me, he's doing enough. Looking at his game, I think he's one of our best run and carry players. He's one of our best link-up players. And I feel like he's pretty good at hitting a target. Um, once again, I think he's got sort of B-grade AFL, A to B-grade. A-grade's high. Like B-grade AFL talent, like a solid, really solid half-back winger that you want in every week. Never going to be the best on ground, but... I like Bailey Scott and I think he's got too much talent and needs to stay in the team. Sort of like Paul Curtis for me. I think they're two that are a big part of our future. But um, do you guys think he's doing enough? Message me. Let me know because I think that opinion's fairly objective. Um, but I do have my favorites because I'm a North lover like you all are. So please let me know if you disagree with that. All right, we've got a few more here. Noah Wiggins, it's too easy to be negative, but this week we showed a lot of improvement. Pressure had improved. We are winning the ball and composing ourselves after we won. We won it. She's list somehow getting better. Shame Zer had the yips. Yeah, poor Zer. I honestly believe that if the forward line showed up, um, we would it would have been a different story. Defensive structure had a massive improvement. Agree with all those points. Um, once again, defensive structure, yes, but I think it does flatter them a bit because the Saints kick so poorly, but they were definitely better. We needed to be better in front of goal and we could have easily been in it, but so could have the Saints. So I think they do cancel each other out. Paul Broadbent, skills, dot, dot, dot. I don't understand how someone who cannot catch a ball or kick a ball in a vaguely straight line can be drafted as an AFL footballer. If I displayed the lack of basic fundamentals skills at my work, I'd be in HR under a performance management plan within a week. I actually do agree with you, Paul, and we did touch on this, that we need polish. We need class. We've got too many players that fumble the ball, and I think Perez was a little bit guilty of that today, along with others. Um... We just need players that aren't going to fumble in in crucial moments. We need clean hands all the time. We need people to be at she's level. So I do agree with you. I think the problem is we don't have the players to bring in. We do. We did bring in a lot of players this week, um, and I think they most of them hold their spot. But what are we going to do? Bring in Hall and bring in Kane Turner and Daniel Howe? God, no. So it's, it's a depth issue with those skills at the moment. Uh, Bridie Lee looked much more defensive 
than the last few weeks? Did we move back to week one and two game plan? I don't think we did. I think um, the young guys had more effort and I think we're figuring out how to play this high line that Clarkson likes to play more. Like I touched on before, we didn't have as many, you know, kicks going over our heads to an open guy in the pocket uh, in our back 50 this week. Um, LDU was silky smooth. He was good. He was good. Needs more clearances and not his best, but I thought he it was a good performance from him after some inconsistent weeks. As was she's Mackay back in form. I thought Perez and Marnie looked pretty good out there. I, I did too. Once again, you know they're on the brink, but I thought Perez showed a bit more than Marnie. But they were fine. I don't think they were bad. Uh, much better than I expected them to play. Zerha had a massive case of the yips, but tried hard. Well, Zerha's in this team every week. He can win a game off his boot. Definitely not disappointed in that loss. We would have been in the game if we'd taken our chances in front of the sticks. Good debut from Drury. I agree with all that, Bridie. And Natasha Burns. Weird to say, a regular commenter, Natasha Burns, actually. Weird to say that a game rooted with errors and inaccuracy was much better than we have been. But here we are. It's a bit conflicting, isn't it, Natasha? Um, I'm glad we didn't get smashed by 100 points. If you had said to me this morning we would lose by 30 points, I would have taken your temperature, uh, given you a Panadol and told you to rest. No, you're not wrong. I mean, look, maybe after watching the game, I'm a little bit conflicted because I feel like maybe the score should have been closer, but it wasn't more. Yeah, I'm in this weird grey zone. So I think everyone seems pretty positive generally on this game and compared to last week it is. So I think I'm taking this as a positive and I'm excited to see what they're going to do next week against the power. Um, I'm actually going to that game down in Tassie with the North Melbourne closer to a flag guys. So hopefully some fun content for you guys there. And once again, if you haven't followed North Melbourne closer to a flag's Facebook page, if you want the best content on the planet, the content that you didn't know you need until you follow, follow their page. It's brilliant stuff. Um, that's all the questions guys. So thank you for writing in. And once again, um, on Instagram, further North pod Insta off oh, Instagram, Facebook, further North podcast. You think I'd be better at doing this by now. So before we do a quick round review, uh, don't forget if you leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I will read your comment out as well. It really, really helps me get the podcast out to more people and get shown in the algorithm. So please, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, thank you to everyone who left five-star reviews or five-star yeah, reviews on Spotify. You can comment your thoughts on each episode down the bottom there. So if you leave me the review there and comment, I'll read out your comment as well. You can write whatever you want. It doesn't have to be about football. I'll read it. You can make me say some crazy stuff. So round review time. So Friday night, Blues, Lions. Lions got up by 26. Weird with the Blues, isn't it? You've got a Coleman, uh, two Coleman medalists and a Brownlow medalist in their primes on your list. You've got other guys um, like Walsh and Shera. You know, you've got these fantastic players, but just not doing it. What's going on there? Lions are obviously a premiership favourite at the moment, so nothing too crazy to lose like that, but the Blues need to get it together. Um, we had Richmond and West Coast. Thank you, Richmond, for beating West Coast, but I guess you're kind of down there with us too. So oh, actually, that made them go above us on the ladder, didn't they? Um, yeah, a bit of a yuck game, but the Eagles just look very poor. I mean, they might be getting – just give them Harley Reid now, to be honest. I mean, they're probably going to be the reason we don't finish on the bottom. Um, we had the Cats and the Crows. Cats got it done. The Cats are back. I've said this for weeks now. Um, it's 
gross to see the Cats back, isn't it? Um, it was so nice when they were losing games and didn't have to hear all the Cats fans chatting again. Um, and, yeah, a nice humbler for Adelaide. Don't get too carried away, guys. Your state sucks. No, it's fine. I'm joking. Um, Gold Coast, Melbourne, an interesting game. Are the Suns good or are the Ds not good? Um, Ds looked very good against us last week, but we lost to the Suns. Maybe it doesn't look as embarrassing now because they took it up to the Ds. So I think the Suns played pretty well. Glad the Ds won, though. Um, I like kind of like the Ds, and I kind of want the Ds to win the premiership if it's not North. Well, it's not going to be North. Let's cut that now. Um, GWS and the Bulldogs. Yeah, a weird one. Are the Bulldogs good? I guess they've won the last few games, and they're in the eight now, aren't they? So, yeah, an impressive performance from the Giants the week before. Um, but I guess Toby Green was out. Yeah. I would like to play. Can we beat the Giants? In my head, we beat the Giants. In my heart, we beat the Giants. In my head, we don't. But I feel like that every week. Um, Fremantle absolutely belt Hawthorne. This makes us losing to Hawthorne look so much worse. I would have loved that extra win against Hawthorne. We do play them later in the year, which we all need to get along to. Um, But, hey, we beat Fremantle. They scored 117 points. 69-point win. Nice. Um, We own Western Australia, so who cares about Fremantle? Yuck, yuck, yuck. Port Adelaide beat the Bombers by five points. Our crosstown rivals, Essendon, could you not just kick one more goal? Um, I hate the power so much. I'm so angry. I have to go and watch them play football next week. Um, And I wish we had a chance of beating them, but we probably don't. But yuck, I hate the power. Collingwood, pretty standard. Beat the Swans. The Pies, probably premiership favourites with the Lions right now. And... um, that sort of wraps up the week. So I guess having a look at the ladder, Pi's still on top. D's a second. It doesn't feel like they're second though, does it? Saints are third. Brisbane fourth. Yuck, power. I don't want to talk about them. Cats are back in the eight already. I swear the Bulldogs were like last on the ladder two weeks ago. The Blues are just in the eight. The Bombers have sort of come back down to earth a little bit, haven't they? I think they're still a good team, but yeah, we were talking about them in finals and on winning the, you know, finishing top of the ladder. Um, Adelaide Swans, Fremantle. Yeah, who can we beat this year? I don't know. Um, standard win against the Tigers every year, I guess. Man, I'd like to have that Suns game again. I'd love to have played this team against the Suns. Anyway, there's just a really quick round review of my thoughts. I really just, you know, went off the cuff there. That might have been awful to listen to, so I apologize. Um, Sean Atley, club champ. Now, this was a difficult one, to be honest, but I've given Jack Zebel the three votes this week. I thought he was so solid in defense, and it would have been a lot worse if he wasn't there. So many intercept marks. Um, he's a leader, isn't he? I, I love him. I, there's a part of me that wishes he was sort of co-captaining with Jai, um, but he's kind of the captain on the field, isn't he? Ben Mackay, two votes. Fantastic game from him. Glad to see him back. Intercept him like a beast like he did last year. I would have given you three, Benny, but you haven't signed the deal yet. And I know those uh, Sean Atley club champ votes are what you crave. And I've given Sheezer one just because he was so silky again. His possession is so good. He's so clean with the footy. Um, another 30 touches. Larky's probably a bit stiff there. Um, it was between Larky and Sheezer for the one vote. But you, oh, do I give it to Larky? He kicked three. He kicked three out of our four. You know what? I'm going Larky. She's just running away with it this year, so we need to create some competition. 
I'm giving it to Larky. Sorry, guys. I've changed on the spot. You've convinced me. Larky, one vote. Um, she's is still leading this thing, though. 13 points for she's. And, uh, yes, yeah, Stevenson's next on five points. Uh, Larky, actually, no, six with Larky now getting the one point. So she's is running away with the Further North Podcasts Club champ, the Sean Atley Club champ. We miss you, Sean. There's still a spot of halfback for you if you want it. Um, I think that's about it, guys. Um, I am going to be down in Tassie next week with the Closer to a Flag boys. The podcast that usually comes out on Monday morning won't be coming out on Monday morning because I'll still be in Tassie. I'll try and get it out Tuesday morning for you next week. So please don't roast me if I don't get it out on time. Um, we are going to have a preview podcast, uh, hopefully on Thursday or Friday as well. So we're going to preview all that game for you. Stay tuned. Hopefully you guys are liking the preview podcast and the two podcasts a week, trying to get as much content out as I can for you. And yeah, follow the socials, go North, better performance this week. I think your comments this week actually convinced me that it was a decent performance. I was so 50, 50 for the last few hours, but you guys have turned me around. So thank you heaps, guys, for your comments and your contribution to the podcast. Thank you for sticking around and listening every week. Hopefully you're all on board to listening to this because we've, uh, we're have we going positive. We've had a better performance. It's a bit easier to listen to than the last few weeks, isn't it? Thank you again, guys. Uh, good luck back at work on Monday. And I'll talk to you guys later in the week for the preview podcast against the Yucky Power. Go Roos. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Further North Podcast. We'll be back next week with more great North chat. See you then, Bruce fans.